Welcome back, everybody, to Eastside Hockey, where we talk all things Eastside Hockey. I'm here with Alan. How you doing, guys? Just want to say it's Rangers game night. They're playing the Islanders right now, and it's 1-1. So this is a good game right now. It's been it's kept us on our toes. So And that one guy got ejected. Yeah, Brendan Smith and Matt Martin got ejected for, quote-unquote, fighting in between whistles or in a stoppage in play. So that could end up hurting us in the long run. Here. I mean, the puck hadn't been dropped yet. So. questionable if we uh, maybe another podcast topic probably not but i guess we'll have to see uh depending on maybe a video replay or something like that so hon are you interested in what uh topics we have today i bet you these people are as well i'm very interested because i was on my way to the devil's game yesterday against the lightning when they announced that ray sapiro former gm was fired mm-hmm. after four years that's of. that's true so one it took me by surprise because i thought they were making improvements real quick yeah i just want to stop you sure no problem we got to go over to justin and joe we got to leave these guys hanging about what we think that's true we got to go over to justin and joe but after back to us and then we got nhl trade rumors you got nhl trade rumors on your mind i do they're buzzing in there nothing like trade season any league any league is it's what gets you it's interested. very interesting all right good that's what i like to hear let's see we'll see what you got happen we'll i want to hear your hot take on the trade rumors and the devil's firing their gm so we're gonna go over to justin and joe sadly they could not be here as joe has returned to boston and justin is in new york so they couldn't make it but i will cut it here and we'll go over to them and we'll hear their take what is going on, Eastside hockey fans? Coming at you from New York City. This is your favorite co-host, Mr. Justin Kennedy. <clears throat> Let's talk some hockey, motherfuckers. Anyway, so first topic of the night, Devils fire their GM, Ray Shero. We'll be seeing you, Ray. Uh, but anyways, uh, let's, let's talk about this for a moment. Devils... Almost dead last in the league. If Detroit wasn't so bad, they could definitely be a contender for that. Um, But it still doesn't make it much better. I think they're like 29th currently. So it's not been a great season for them. And uh, they just needed to get in some new personnel, change the direction of the team. Uh, Right before, obviously, he was fired. We all remember the big Taylor Hall trade that was made. So I'd like to think that that's kind of a part of it. Maybe it was the camel that broke, or the straw that broke the camel's back in, uh, in terms of that. You know, maybe they were just like, all right, this guy's trying too much. We need, uh, we need someone else to step in. Also, another interesting thing, Martin Brodeur was bumped up to an advisory role within the hockey operations uh, department for the New Jersey Devils. So that's pretty good. That's good for him. He's still, uh, you know... He's sticking with his team and helping him out, <clears throat> even off the ice, considering he's old as hell now. Now, Joe, and for all you people, especially Joe, uh, that's an old dude. A guy like Bergeron, I mean, he's older, but he's not like that old. So we need to clear that up real quick as well. Um, so yeah, uh, Devils, you know, I honestly hope you don't do well because I'm a Ranger fan, but Good luck to you. Not really. We'll be seeing you. Hey, what is up, guys? It is your favorite co-host here, Joe. 
back again here from Boston now, actually, no longer in New Jersey, fortunately. Um, but enough about all that. Let's talk some hockey. Now, first, I'm going to be talking to you guys about this, uh, the Devil's GM being fired. Now, that's obviously big news. Um, it kind of seemed like he was forced to resign, like half forced to resign, half, um, fired. Um, I, I guess that's sort of the same thing, but I think that this GM being fired is part of a bigger picture here. Uh, way back when, towards the beginning of the season, the coach of the Devils got fired. Rightfully so, the Devils were getting slapped. But first the coach got fired. Then they got rid of Taylor Hall. Now, I said back when the Taylor Hall trade was like a new thing that that I think that nobody really won in that trade and it was a bad move on everybody's part. And I still think that. I still think that the Devils could have definitely built a very good team around Taylor Hall. Um, and now there's rumors that the Devils might trade Palm... Palmieri, I think his name is. I forget the guy's name. Um, but people are saying they might trade Palmieri to the damn um, Bruins. And I know that he's one of the Devils' better players. So why? And then now with the GM, who's essentially, other than the owner, like the top of the totem pole, being fired, why, why are they firing all their best and biggest guys? My answer to that is I think that the Devils are just trying to completely restart. Um, I think that the Devils realize that a lot of other teams have a lot of superstars. The Bruins have Bergeron, the Capitals have Ovechkin, you know, so on. I think, and these guys are old. Like, I know there's... <laughs> kind of that joke that I say everybody's old, but Ovechkin's, what, in his early, mid-30s? Bergeron, I think, is in his mid-30s. Chara, I know he's not, like, a superstar necessarily, but Chara's in his early 40s, you know? Marchand, I think, is in his early 30s. I think that the Devils are just trying to completely clean house so that by the time the next generation of hockey is here, by the time that the Caps are are not great again and Ovechkin's gone and the Bruins are on a downswing and all these greats are kind of okay once again, which is going to happen within the next five to ten years, I think the Devils will be there with a brand new team um, from the ground up to dominate the sport. And if you think about it right now, you know, all the Devils have right now is a lot of really young, unexperienced kids and draft picks. So that's my opinion. I just think the Devils are trying to completely clean house. Um, this is just a theory, but it's my own. Thank you to Justin and Joe for giving us your take on the Devils firing their GM. Brett. Yes, sir. 
what is your take? I want to hear what you gotta gotta think about real quick. Just give us a little background on what you get. Tell us, finish that story. What you were telling us about the Devils game? Okay, so I was on my way to the game, and if you haven't used the Bleacher Report app, it is a fantastic app for sports news, any league. Please sponsor us. Um, <laughs> anyway. please, 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 please. So, on the way there, I was reading, just reading my phone, and he got fired, and I was surprised. Like, like I said before. You know, they, I thought they'd been making improvement. Their picks were questionable. I'll give them that. Jack Hughes is too young to kind of judge. I don't know if that Nico Hishier guy, is he any good? Um, I believe he's been a pretty solid offensive presence. If not, he's just he's there like – if he's not scoring goals, I think he's got some assists. Both of them are pr- still pretty young, so, I mean, it's hard to really gauge. But for the Devils, honestly, I think their main thing was, like, their signing. Subban hasn't worked out. Mm-hmm. Wayne Simmons really hasn't worked out at all. Mm-hmm. Um, that the only Gusev. one, the only good signing was Gusev. Yeah, I agree. Gusev he, he, he's is solid. Like I like at the game yesterday, he was all over the place. He's fast. He's yeah, he's a fast skater. He's fast. He makes plays. He is a good hustler. Um, and with Tom Fitzgerald as the interim GM, you know, with interim GMs, they rarely stay. So they're probably mm. doing their search right now, their due diligence. But this guy's the placeholder. And Martin Brodeur, man, that's a name I haven't heard. <laughs> when <laughs> talking hockey, exactly. He's set to serve as the advisor to hockey operations, which is, I would assume, that's a promotion, right? Uh, I think Brodeur was actually working in St. Louis prior to his retirement, or no, uh, after his retirement. So unless there was some kind of trade that I, or not trade, or uh, leaving uh, of his job in St. Louis and moving over to the New Jersey. I don't really n- know if that happened. So maybe he just stayed with Jersey after he retired. I we don't. I couldn't tell you. That's... It's possible. I I had heard from fans and media that he didn't really want to leave New Jersey. His ideal mm. scenario was to stay in New Jersey, uh, have a high-paying job within the organization. Keep, yeah. keep his family local. I, I think I think I think he lives over in Rockaway or Shore Hills. Yeah, he so. I think I think it's Rockaway. Mm. Um I know that he uh he play I didn't he play for the Blues like towards the end or something? I don't know. He played like a year or two. Yeah. I thought towards the tail end of his career. Yeah. Because the Devils released him. Or no, yeah. did they or, release him or trade him? I think they might have traded they him. Probably traded or he was I, mean, a free they, agent. I don't, I don't think they'd release a legendary yeah. goaltender. That'd just be disrespectful. That's true. But, but anyway, Back to the GM. We got off a little bit of a tangent, but that's okay. So talking about – I want to talk about Heischer right. again real quick. So he's right now in in 40 games. He's got 12, 12 goals, 16, uh, 16 assists for a total of 28 points at a plus-minus of negative 7. So he's he's kind of there, but he's not. So he needs – I think that if, if this kid is going to make a serious impact on the New Jersey Devils, he needs to step it up. Maybe fill the role of Taylor Hall a little bit. Maybe, <clears throat> excuse me, maybe they should put him on the line with uh, Kyle Palmieri as he is an all-star player for them right now. He's the best player they got right now. It's crazy. I, I, I agree. I agree. Which, stay tuned to trade rumors. Stay tuned to trade rumors. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. <laughs> um, so I do want to point out this one quote. Uh, Josh Harris, who was an executive, who, who uh, holds an executive position uh, at, with the New Jersey Devils. Um, and he said, uh, quote, courtesy of NBC sports. I'm not going to take credit for, for getting this quote as it was NBC. 
Um, he says, quote, Ray and I are in agreement that the devils need to move in a new direction and that change is in the best interest of the team. What do you think, Brett? What do you think of a, of a statement like that? Like they did Ray Shero when he obviously mentions Ray, he's talking about Ray Shero. Right. So he he's it's pretty obvious. It seems like that they were on the same page. But why why do you think that if they were on the same page that they needed to move in a new direction and that change is in the best interest? Why get rid of this GM? Because one thing you've noticed over the past four years with the Devils is their draft picks have been average. Hmm. Their signings have been terrible. And GM can't throw money around and the, on guys who just won't pan out. So in that case, I think they both agreed that there's new perspective needed. There's new opinions needed. Someone can come in and do a better job, hopefully, of making the Devils a better team. Um, with with sports, you know, I feel like any with any like team, an executive is a hit or miss. I mean, you're hiring a guy based off credentials, but that doesn't mean they're going to succeed in their role. That doesn't mean they're going to do it again in another city uh-huh. or another franchise. You know, like I'll give you an example. The, the New York market. Everybody says, you know, if you succeed in New York, you're going to be looked at as a legend. And it's true. However, across all teams, like the Rangers, the, well, not really the Islanders, but the Rangers, the yeah. Jets in football, the Giants mm-hmm. even now, man. Like... Don't forget about upstate Buffalo. And and the Buffalo Sabres, man. They're, yeah, they're awful. <laughs> they're actually not bad. They're oh, very yeah. good this season. Don't, yeah, they're oh, not as good that's as ESPN. But, Dude, I think they're second in their... Uh, I'm sorry. Real quick, timeout. B- Buffalo is... They dropped to wild card. Never yeah, mind. Yeah, they free-falled. They free-falled. They free You're right. I, yeah. I apologize for questioning it's you all right. there. It's all right. I didn't, know. I no, didn't but, know. No, but anyway, going back to what I was saying doesn't matter you know it's the jets the giants the rangers you have all these guys and these owners gms coaches they're all failing in the spotlight mm-hmm. and you know <clears throat> even if it's like a big small market team you are prone to failing pressure on you is insurmountable the fans are impatient they want to win now you know uh-huh. and i feel like a lot of teams go for the quick fixes like, are the Devils doing that again with firing their GM? Mm-hmm. That's in question. Because, obviously, Ray Shiro was going for the longer approach, and that didn't really work. He got fired. Yeah. Are they going for the quick fix? Are they going to trade away their assets? Again, trade rumors. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Got to give them a little hint. <laughs> right. But we'll see. I have no idea who they're going to hire. Will they keep Tom Fitzgerald? I don't know. It's we but don't know. We could be possible. We don't know. We haven't heard anything on the search yet. He just Agreed. got fired yesterday at like six thirty mm-hmm. PM, so Yeah. I have no idea what's gonna go on. But it's gonna be interesting to stay tuned to. It's true. That's true. And then um uh another thing that um NBC Sports touched on was that this twenty nineteen to the twenty twenty season has been a bad season for the Devils. Awful. Um after drafting Jack Hughes Getting Subban in the offseason this summer, getting Wayne Simmons, they got Gusev, uh, they have Mackenzie Blackwood's an okay goalie. I feel like he needs a little bit more time in the NHL, but I could see him pros- probably being better than Corey Schneider. Um, 
It's not that hard to do considering it's yeah. the Niners up until like but, a couple days ago. Yeah, then they brought Corey Schneider back up, which I thought is a questionable move. It was retarded. I don't know why they did that. Um, and they have Miles Wood. Like they did, they did beat the Tampa Bay Lightning last night, and they beat the Capitals five to one. Like they they've proven that they have the talent, but there's something wrong there. There's something else wrong um, with this team because they have all this big investments going into this team in the offseason and nothing positive to show out of it currently. With young teams, too, it's all about consistency. It's about finding your on-ice rhythm. That's yes. why it takes teams that are built around young guys. Like, Nico Hischier is, like, 21. Jack Hughes is 18 or 19 years old. Jack Hughes is 18. He's 18. All right. And it takes teams like that, like, a few years to find their groove because these guys are trying to get used to the feel of the game also. Mm-hmm. So, it's faster. But, but, exactly. But that doesn't excuse their failed off-season signings. Like, I was watching Subban yesterday, and he was way too passive. He's, you don't think he was playing with enough like No, he was pressure? not aggressive at all. He was going for all these flashy moves to get his teammates open, but like when he was when he it was him in the net, he wouldn't take the shot at all. He he maybe did that once, but he had like at least four opportunities to line up a slap shot and he didn't do it. Interesting. I'm, I didn't even see Wayne Simmons in the game yesterday. Really? Or, or, or if, or if did, he was, he wasn't. If, even if I did, he wasn't noticeable. He didn't do anything. Interesting. But he has an expiring contract, so I mean, it's a one-year prove-it deal. He's not proving it right now. Kind of. That Gusev guy, though, man. He's hot. Yeah, he's crazy. He's hot. Yeah, he's crazy. He's nasty. Um, real quick, before we uh move on here, the Devil's Future. What do you think? Do you think that they can that with these investments they've made, do you think they're going to hold on to them or do you think they're going to get rid of them and start from scratch? I don't know what they're going to do. What I think they should do is trade them because anytime you're rebuilding, it's all about draft picks. It's all about future capital. Mm-hmm. You have to see what you can get for a Malcolm, oh, not Malcolm, I'm sorry. You see what you can get for a PK <laughs> Subban. You Wrong see what team. you can get for a Wayne Simmons. Maybe even see what you can get for Jack Hughes. Nah, Maybe. No, nah, it, it's too early to give up on Jack Hughes. I mean, it was just drafted. True. With, True. A, a, any hockey team's not going to give up on their first-round pick unless they're bust. Nobody's going to trade yeah. for them. That's a good point. Maybe um, maybe I jumped to a conclusion there too quickly, but yeah, we'll I don't s- know. We'll see. That's a good – yeah, but I think that um, maybe the Devils will rebuild like from scratch. Maybe they can use the um, price of Subban – and maybe the prices of Wayne Simmons. We so, don't know what value they have, though. We really don't know what value they're underperforming. They so can, much. Very much. Very much. So, depending on what value that these guys are holding, like postseason, maybe if they turn it around, they could get something for them. Maybe like they could get a couple players for trading away Subban and Wayne Simmons, or they get draft picks. Maybe they just go for picks and they – Build their team from scratch. We don't That's know. That's what a smart team would do, but we honestly don't know what the Devils are at this moment. Yeah. I so, mean, well, we'll the Rangers tried to fix their falling apart with just signing, you know, Dan Boyle. Quick fixes. Martin St. Louis. They're quick. Exactly. They're quick fixes. They worked. But for a, like a, a they had a, little They had bit. a playoff runner, too. Yeah. But it, it's like what I was saying last episode with the Arizona Coyotes, right? It is. Yeah. I think it was two episodes ago. Actually, it was two episodes ago, we were talking about how they traded for Taylor Hall. No, it was last episode, though. That was two episodes ago. 
Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. See, I'm losing track. This is how Last much, episode was tier list. Ladies and gentlemen, this is how much fun I'm having. <laughs> I'm losing track of everything. He's enjoying it <laughs> way too much. I'm in the much. zone. We're having a good time. Exactly. You guys content that you deserve. Exactly. No, but with Taylor Hall and the Coyotes, what I was saying was, like, their championship window shortened. They're going all in, right? They're making these quick fixes. Yep. They're basically doing what the Rangers did four years ago. But will it work? We don't know. It's still in the midst of the season, but it's interesting to see, you know? Yeah. And a- a- any anytime you're contending, you go for a quick fix. Exactly. So It's about whether it blows up in your face or if you actually succeed and make the run that you're expected to make mm-hmm. or that you you set for yourself. Mm-hmm. So. so I guess we'll have to see in the future with the Devils here. Um, yeah, it's a wait-and-see thing. It's way too early to tell right now. Exactly. I agree. I'm going to have to agree with you there. So we're going to take a quick break. We're going to go have a word from our sponsor, Anchor, as as always, because, you know, that's who we're repping right now as our sponsor, and we love them. We, we love, love them. It. It's a quick, easy way to make a podcast. We love these guys, man. Oh, shout it's awesome. Shout out to them. Shout out, shout out to our sponsor, Anchor, baby. We're going to go to them right now, and we'll catch you guys in the second half. Welcome back to Eastside Hockey, where we have just heard our word from our sponsors, and now we're going to talk NHL trade rumors. We're going to go to Justin and Joe. We're going to hear from them first. Han, before we go to them, what is buzzing in your brain at this moment in time? Well, one thing I read about, like like we were talking about before, the Devils, Wayne Simmons. He's on an expiring contract. Right? Uh-huh. I think it's like 3.7 mil or 3.8 mil. And they should trade him. Um, they didn't list any possible teams for him because I, I don't really know what kind of value he has right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but they they should look to trade him. Any expiring contract or any veteran with solid experience in the playoffs or a, a guy who can help contribute, they should look to trade. Just acquire picks. It's all it's picks, 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 man. At this moment in time, for them, it for is for any rebuilding team. It doesn't matter if you're the Devils or not, or the Rangers, or the Rangers, or whatever or team in any other sport. Exactly, picks. It's all about picks. So, and in, in, in hockey, especially. Yeah. So we're gonna go to Justin and Joe real quick, and we're gonna catch their thoughts. We're gonna come back here. We're gonna catch our thoughts. Yes, sir. And we're gonna see what we have lined up here for you. So, we will be right back. Stay tuned. There are a lot of interesting trade rumors going around the NHL right now. We see the Rangers are considering trading Georgiev. Uh, we see the Montreal Canadiens are thinking about trading away Weber and Price, who are two of their obviously top defensive players. Um, and when I say defensive, you know, Carey Price, obviously the goalie, and Shea Weber, the defenseman, but they're on the defensive side of the ice. Um, that's very uh, interesting to see. I'm sure they could get quite a lot for that. Um, regarding Georgiev on the Rangers, though, uh, the Rangers say they want uh, someone very decent for Georgiev. They're not going to accept any subpar offers. And um, uh, they want someone who's ready to play right now in the NHL, who's NHL caliber, ready to go. And... Uh, yeah, and I, I think that's a good move for us. Um, uh, also, this article talks about the Sharks. I don't really know why, because I don't think they're going to be doing much. So uh, we don't need to really talk about that. 
And then the article also brings up Zach Cassian, which kind of a fun point. Uh, that game last night on uh, January uh, 12th, where the Edmonton Oilers played the Calgary Flames, Cassian absolutely ragdolls Kachuk, and it was fucking jokes. But of course, the NHL's got to go and suspend him. Probably not for long, maybe a game or two. But I thought that was kind of funny as well. So, considering all that, we don't really know what's going to happen. Nobody knows. You don't know. I don't know. We can only speculate. But it seems like things might get shaken up here. And I'm excited to see what goes down. So, it's been fun talking to you motherfuckers once again. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Peace. Hey, what is up? Joe here, back again with these rumors. Let's start talking about them. This section I'm going to keep quicker, mostly because I don't have too, too much to talk about on all these, and partly because I'm running low on time in my own life here. First up, San Jose Sharks not shaking up their core. Uh, Good. I don't think they should. They're talking about um, the San Jose Sharks might be sellers in the next trade deadline, but they probably won't shake up their core group. Every team has a bad year. Um, every team has bad games. Every team loses to other teams at least once. I don't. I think the Sharks have a pretty solid core group, and this year just might not have been the year for them. Uh, and this is kind of a side note, but this is kind of why I hate chirping, in in um especially oh sheesh, in especially hockey. Um, because there are so many games that literally the number one team could le- lose to the worst team in the league. Uh, does this mean that the number one team should start trading away their core group? No. Um, up next, Kassian facing uh, player safety hearings for roughing Matthew Kachuk. Nothing's going to happen with this. I'm essentially just going to move on here. Worst comes to worst, he'll be suspended a game or so. Uh, Montreal's thinking about trading away Carey Price. I don't think they should do that. I think they should get better defensemen around Carey Price. I don't think Carey Price is a bad goalie by any means. Um, back And now, this is the part that I have most to talk about. The Rangers thinking of getting rid of Georgiev. I know they started... Um, putting in the AHL Igor, Igor something, Schlesh, Igor SH, I know he's a Russian guy, um, yeah, and, and he's been doing okay, I know that, Sunny, sorry, that's my dog there, uh, Igor's been doing okay, Hank is on his way out, I think he has one more year in his contract, and the Rangers will not sign him, if Hank even wants to be signed at his age. But, <laughs> I mean, I mean that's all I have to say. They, they, I only think, personally, and I'm going to get a lot of heat for this, the Rangers only have three good players on their team, and two of them are goalies. Igor is pretty solid. We, don't, we haven't seen too, too much from him, but right now he's pretty solid. And Georgiev is also pretty solid. And Panarin is pretty good, too. Those are the three players. I think, if anything, the Rangers should try to get 
to trade away their uh, newer guys, if not newer guys, then some of their some of their offensemen to try to get better offensemen. Um, I know they can't trade away Hank. I'm pretty sure they can't because of contract reasons, but if they could, I think that would be their best move, honestly. Uh, I think they could get, you know, a couple of, like, actually good players for Hank. But I, at the end of the day, I don't think that they should be trading away goalies, especially considering if they trade away Georgiev and then Hank leaves in a year, they're going to have one goalie unless if somebody new comes out of the woodworks uh and and the rangers are just essentially trying to build a team around around panarin which wouldn't surprise me but that's what i think i don't think that they should trade away georgiev i think they should keep him thank their lucky stars they have him now he's he's not the greatest of all time obviously but he's he's good uh so Sorry guys, I just the Rangers kind of suck. They 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 they're second worst in their division and I don't think that they're in any space to be getting rid of goalies. If anything, I think they should be getting offensemen or I don't know, maybe questioning how good their coach actually is. Thank you, Justin and Joe, for your take on NHL trade rumors. We appreciate your input. Thank you. Thank you. Very, very much. Han. What's up? Are you ready to talk NHL trade rumors? I am. So the first thing that I want to go over is the San Jose Sharks. What the hell is going on with them, man? Yeah. They are doing really poor. They, they picked it up lately, but they're still not doing that well. Mm-hmm. But based off of the rumors and everything on the mill... The Sharks want to keep their core intact. Alan, do you think that's the right thing to do? I don't really know. Uh, Joe, Jumbo Joe re-signing, I think, that one extra year. Uh, I think that's what they had him sign in the offseason or during this season or something. I don't know. He is a legendary player, and I don't know if he'll go down as Gretzky legendary, but he himself has a tremendous amount of games games played, a tremendous amount of goals, assists, points the man is a legend however his age is in question how old is he i believe he is 42 or 43 you're talking about thornton or pavelski uh joe thornton pavelski is on the dallas stars now oh i did not know so yeah thornton's old bro thornton's an old man old he he was like one of the best players of his generation but he is way past his prime past his prime i think um there, I know the Sharks are hurting a little bit with Logan Couture being out with a, I believe, a fractured foot. Um, but Eric Carlson, Eric Carlson, Brent Burns need to step it up. They're offensive defensemen, and they need to step it up. Absolutely. And um, it, and it it surprises me a team with that much talent is really going down. They're twenty one, twenty two, and four right now. You can't have a team with that much talent go one game below five hundred. That's that's not going to cut it in mm-hmm. the league. And the fact that they want to keep their core means that they believe their chances when Couture returns that they'll be better. But I don't know, man. I feel like, in my opinion, if you're a middle-of-the-pack team, acquire picks. Do yeah. something for your future. Stop teetering in the middle. 
teams that teeter in the middle, yeah, they get the playoffs. The owners want the revenue from making the playoffs. That's why mm-hmm. they teeter in the middle. Mm-hmm. But I think for the, the, the future of your team and for the fan happiness, which I, I they don't really give a shit about. Like, let's be real. <laughs> let's be they, real. They, they, let's be real. But if they did, they'd break it all up. They'd trade away guys who have value, such as Brent Burns. Actually, nah, I, I, I'd keep Brent Burns. They'd trade away Eric Carlson. Tra- Maybe. Trade away, um, what's, oh, what's the name of that one defenseman? You got a... Gillison or something like that. Uh, he, Gillis. I'll look. It starts, I'll, with, a, starts with a, I don't know. Continue your thought. Game. I'll hit you. I'll, no, I'll look so, at the roster for no, you. No, but anyway, like, say, say you're a Rangers fan out there, right? And... Which they are rebuilding right now. They've admitted to it. But what? You, but you're a Rangers fan post-playoff run, right? When they still thought they had it. They still went at it. Guys like Martin St. Louis are still on the team. He's gone. And uh, I, I, No, I know. I'm, I'm flashing back a little bit Flash for Flashback a little bit, bro. And all these Boy. guys that you thought were going to put you over the top are still there. They didn't, they didn't trade them or nothing. Just let them sit there. As a fan and as an organization, that's painful. That sets your timeline back. That pisses people off. Yeah. And you need fan support to buy tickets. Keep your team profitable. Um, I don't know what the Sharks are doing. But it also could be because of injuries. So It could be. But, but I, I think Couture is the only one that's hurt. So it's yeah. really in question, like, should you blow it up? Or should you trade at least one or two of those guys away and maybe keep a few? Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think they need to fully blow it up. Yeah. Um. Going to the Rangers, I'm going to shift teams over here. Oh. They're willing to listen to offers now on their backup goalie. Georgie? How do you pronounce it, Georgie? Georgiev. Georgiev? Yes. See, we're not having a hockey names pronunciation segment But you segment still here, get a chance. But I fucking suck. Man. So <laughs> you're listening to me, it still botches names and shit. It's all right, Han. It's a hard what one. Do you, what do you think he could get on the market on if they were to trade? Well... I think that the team itself, like, uh, so let's just look at the, I just want to pull up the roster just to have to look at. Um, I do think that maybe they're kind of struggling on the goaltender side, obviously with Hank, you know, getting older and, and his slowly slipping maybe a little bit here. Uh, I do think Yorgiev is a great goalie, uh, very young. And I think that maybe a little more experience could do him well. But Shesterkin, Igor Shesterkin of um, the Hartford Wolf Pack, I believe, is uh, the Rangers minor or AHL affiliate. Um, he's two and zero in the NHL right now, so maybe keep him in as a as a backup or make him a starter. I don't know. We're we're yet to see. But looking at our team here, this is a team I feel confident about. I like what I see with. With our offensive presence, like for with our forwards, our defensive players, I like what I see, and I think that maybe if the Rangers are smart to build their team around players on the offensive side, like maybe Chris Kreider, re-sign him, give him the captaincy. Uh, they still haven't done that. Though. They still so haven't do you think done it's it. Happen there? Do you think they'll trade him? I don't think they're going to trade him. I think I've done a lot of. I'm looking at a uh, research on blue blue shirt banter. I think that Chris Kreider will end up staying in New York, and that makes me happy. Um, but they still need to build a team, right? So they, they need to put it around Kreider, maybe put it around Panarin may, or Zibanejad. 
offensively, defensively, you need. I think that it's time to move maybe Mark Stahl out of the lineup or lower down and move Truba up with maybe Brady Shea or, or Tony D'Angelo or Adam Fox. Like it's time to it's time to give the boys a chance. Like give the young kids a shot. I agree. When you're rebuilding, there's nothing you can do except give the young guys experience. Mm-hmm. So you need to play them. Yeah. It doesn't matter what sport. But I think, but I do think that if the Rangers are willing to listen to offers on Georgiev, maybe listen to offers on a goalie, not a off, not a forward or a defenseman. Right. Maybe just listen for a goalie. They were looking for good defensive prospects, though. They were so, looking for good defensive prospects, and and any young guy that can come in and contribute right away, or almost right away. So the market for him is set high, which yeah. rightfully so. The guy has been performing pretty well but just the nhl market itself is very saturated exactly there's a lot of talent and any and any young goaltender is worth a lot i don't yeah i mean personally as a rangers fan i'm happy with the team and just maybe maybe a goalie change is what we need i don't know um but we'll see in the future so moving on han what what do we have as our next team here well the next team that we're gonna look at is montreal and this is a question that obviously would hurt any diehard fan. My, I, I remember my, my neighbor. I don't know if he still lives in the neighborhood or not, but he's diehard Montreal fan, man. Nah, he's, I, dude. I'm pretty sure he's and out of the of New Jersey. I, I think so too. But I, he's still there. He's a good guy. But he was diehard Montreal fan. Praised Gary. Or not Gary. Praised Gary Price as his Lord and Savior. Why did I just say Gary, bro? Gary Price. <laughs> no, it's Gary Price. Come on. No, on. no, no. I must not want to. Praised Gary Price as his Lord and Savior like every Montreal fan does. Mm-hmm. But the question is, though, in order for them to reach their fullest potential as a team, is it time to consider trading him along with guys like Shea Weber, Thomas Tatar, and other veterans? They have They have Druin. They have Druin. They do have Druin. But I, you know what, Han? Let's. I want to hear your take first. Let's hear what you have to say about about maybe them trading Weber or Price. Maybe not. Sorry, Montreal, but your god should be traded. Oh, because you you have not gotten it done with him at all. He's great goalie. He has been a great goalie for many years. Don't get He's me wrong. Very... He's solid. He's up there in the conversation year in and year out. But you're not winning with him. Yep. It's like the it's like the devil's side. They mutually agreed that it's time to change direction, right? Is it time to change direction in Montreal also? Possibly. Their veterans aren't getting it done. Shea Weber needs to be traded. He's having an amazing season. He though. is. Exactly. But but when guys have amazing seasons and you're not getting it done, your value's at the highest. That's when you trade them when their value's at the highest because you're what you're gonna mm-hmm. get back is insane. That's true. Maybe trade Weber and Price get I'd say if if they were to trade Weber and Price at the same time, they could get a good goalie. They wouldn't do it at the same time though. If but if they could. If they could. But I don't think it would work with salary. I don't think they would do it at the same time merely mm. because they could get more out of separate trades. Yeah, that that's what I'm talking about. Trading um, them separately, but at yeah, the same you, time. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. If that makes I should have yeah, made that more clear. Yeah, you said together, so I was confused a little bit. But I should have made that a little um, more clear. And 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 a guy like Thomas Tatar too. He's good. He's on again. He's on a one-year deal. Guys who are on one-year deals and he can contribute. You saw what he did, he did last year at Vegas. He gave him a little spark yeah, towards the end of the year. Um, this year with Montreal again, he's been solid. Yeah. He 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 never lights up stat sheets, but his impact on ice is crazy. 
So I, I can agree with he's that. He's a guy that definitely should be looked out for in the trade market. Yeah, he might he might get moved. Yeah, and 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 I think Thomas Tatar in itself is a is a solid player. He made it out of Detroit unscathed, like right as they started to declare rebuild, right. and he made an impact at Vegas and is currently making an impact in Montreal. So, um, I kind of agree with you. Maybe he, see what you can get with these guys. He's the gritty guy, man. Thomas he gets the, to the dirty places. Thomas Tatar is the guy who's not going to pop up in the stat sheet, but he does all the dirty work. You need those guys on your team. That's that's what's going to take your team to the next level. You have the guys who are going to get the glamour stats, but you also have the guys who go in the trenches and really dig out and do all the hard work. Yeah. And that's a guy like Thomas Tatar that you need on your team. Mm-hmm. Um, now, with Carey Price, though, even though I'm saying we should trade him, it's hard to because he has a no-movement clause, which is basically a no-trade clause. He needs to approve any trade that Montreal would make. So do you think that would be hard for him to move? Because obviously with a no-trade clause, he's limited to the teams he wants, which makes it harder for the team to deal. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, in very rare occasions, you have players who um, do what's in the best interest of the team and move forward if they have enough respect. But most of the time, in an age of player empowerment, it's all about the players. Mm-hmm. So do you think he would waive his no-movement clause? Um, When you say waive, you mean as in, like, forget it's there and try to go for a trade or not any activate trade, it any or not even use it? Any trade that Montreal would have to do, He'd have the to first thing that has to be done is for the player to waive their no movement clause or no trade clause. In this okay, case, it's carry okay. price. I'll give you an example in basketball. No, in football. Football's a better example. The first thing a player has to do before they get traded is waive their no trade clause. Okay. Sometimes in football, they have a selective trade clause where they list four teams they want to get traded to or five teams, and they're only limited to that. But most of the time, when requesting a trade or when looking to trade a guy, the first thing a team does is ask them to waive their no movement clause or no trade clause. Because then it broadens their options a little bit. Okay, okay. Do you think Price would do that for Montreal? I think... I feel like there's a 50-50 chance he will. Um, but I'm leaning more towards of the fact that he could waive it. I think that he loves Montreal so much. And he can... I think this man could definitely do what Hank did and, and stay with the Canadians just as Hank stayed with the Rangers throughout his whole career. But I think that if Carey Price really wants to maybe try to further his career and maybe get a chance into the playoffs and start winning a cup again, he might need to leave. He's younger than Hank, and he is still got some talent left in him. And I think that maybe he leaves and goes somewhere else and can maybe succeed a little bit here. I think Weber needs to probably consider the same. Right, and with Carey Price, going back to the – that's the whole debate, loyalty versus, like, wanting to chase a Stanley Cup. And, you know, he doesn't really – you don't really hear about him in the headlines. You don't know what his intentions are. Some guys are outspoken. He's not an outspoken guy. He's very humble. He is um, a humble man. He's very humble. He's He just puts up and shuts up. He lets his actions on ice do the talking, his play, which is very classy. Um, he's a class act, too. He's a class act, definitely. But – like trying to gauge whether he wants to cup or wants to stay. I don't know. It, it, it could be down to opinion, really. Like, I personally think, like, if he's still playing at a high level, 
he'll want to go chase that cup and he'll want to get out of there. Yeah. But he has been with Montreal forever, and he does love the city. So, I mean, I guess, again, we'll have to see where things pan out for these guys towards the end of the season. Man, I love trade deadline, bro. It's this exciting. And we still have some time before the trade. We still have about a month before this trade deadline. Oh, man. I believe That's the tra- when shit starts to spice up, though. Yeah. So Here we are. Here we are. Respe- and might, might I add, this is just – we looked up um, the NHL trade deadline and possible rumors for it. Um, so these are just like some of the, uh, ideas we pulled from the results we've got. So maybe in the future, um, we find, we do another trade deadline or post trade deadline. And we talk about the trades that did happen or maybe the trades that should have happened that did just wanted to clear that yeah, up. Yeah, Coming quick. up right after the trade deadline, we'll give you guys a post trade analysis, our review on the periods, maybe the teams that made the trades, we'll give them grades. Yeah. See how they did. Definitely got to see how this plays and out. And that's something that I think you guys should look forward to. Mm-hmm. Um, one more thing, though, before we stop here. Yep. Forgot to got. mention the man, the myth, the legend, Kyle Palmieri. Kyle Palmieri. He's their most valuable trade ship. The For Devils. the New Jersey, yeah, New Jersey Devils. I heard there's a possible trade to the Bruins. Yeah, they're... I, that's interesting. That's an interesting Joe, trade. Joe, you're probably wet in the bed right now, homie. He's probably, he's probably getting... <laughs> oh, his mouth is salivating. His palms are getting sweaty. He's like, oh, come on. Make the trade. Make the trade. Make the trade. Uh, no, nah, I'm just playing. But, um, uh, yeah, I think that the Bruins, I believe, are a very solid team, obviously. But I do believe that they're looking for a player to fill in a spot on David Krejci's line because I do think I, – I, from what I'm hearing and from what this – from what the articles we found were talking about is that he's struggling, not struggling, but they're struggling to like kind of find somebody that fits right. And they're thinking that maybe Kyle Palmieri is the answer, but we do have a couple other, other uh, candidates. What, what, who do we think these candidates are? Well, I think you could start with Chris Kreider. He's, he's been having it. I mean, that's it's, it's, I mean, I know, I mean, that's stabbing your guys' heart. But yeah. I'm just uh, and the Rangers have scored, so I believe it was uh, Chris Kreider. Wow. Hey, the, we increases uh-oh, trade but, value. <laughs> but the play is under review, so we will let this play out. We will talk hockey real quick. Exactly. Um, I, I do think that Chris Kreider will end up staying in New York, but on the very off chance, uh, as of right now, that the Rangers trade um, – or maybe not even trader as they're looking for possible uh, trade candidates that Chris Kreider could end up going back home to Boston and making a good spot on David Krejci's line. What do you think? I, I think he'd make a good place on the line. Mm. He's not a selfish player. He physical. He's a very physical guy, dude. Fast. He's fast. He's a team orchestrated player. He could fit under that line. I think. Yeah. Um. Obviously, you know, Krejci's gonna dominate that line. He's gonna be the leader. He's going to want it to touch his, but Kreider will be a good complimentary piece. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. if the Bruins don't want to trade much, Wayne Simmons is at the lowest value you've ever seen. So, yeah. good trade for him. And then, we, and then we also have Tyler Toffoli of the, the LA Kings. Kings. Yeah, Kings guy. I don't really know if he's been making much of an impact, and I don't know if that's because he's on the Western he's, he, Conference. He's not a star player, but he's a really good one. I think but he I gets feel the like they'd have to go up a lot, though. Yeah. Because that's someone that the Kings value very highly. Yeah. So, but again, um, with these trades, we these are all speculation trades that we're looking at prior to the deadline, 
and um, we still have yet to see how the rest of this the second half of the season plays out and um, what trades will occur and what trades won't occur. So I think we've come to the end here. Brett, yes, sir. do you have any final closing thoughts for us? Well, well, listeners, I, I just want you guys to think about what we said. Um, f- think about what how you feel at the trade deadline. Who do you think is going to get moved? Uh, on, on our post, maybe leave a comment. See what we didn't touch on. What you think is going to happen in the trade deadline. We love to hear fan uh, input because that's the most important thing. For not only us, but it's for your guys' enjoyment. So we want to hear what you have to say. And if you guys don't like the Bruins, just comment Joe Bruins suck. Yeah, <laughs> comment at, comment fun. Joe That'd the Bruins suck and the Rangers rule. Do it, yeah. do it, do it, do it. And might I add, the Rangers did end up scoring that goal. So now it is two to one, New York. They have. Uh, Declare that that goal was not on, uh, not off a uh, high stick. So we are taking the lead here, and we will go into this next, and or we'll go into the end of this episode with the Rangers winning. So thank you all so much for paying for paying attention here, giving us a listen. Um, and I guess we'll see him in the next one. We will. All right, Han. Yes, sir. Let's catch him in the next one. Yes, sir. Catch you guys next time.